Welcome back to The Basement, fellow music lovers. You are now tuning into yet another exciting adventure with us on Chunky Glasses, the podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, as usual, and uh, we got a great podcast for you this week, so I'm going to keep it, keep it kind of short. We're all fans of Chance the Rapper here. We are fans of not just his music, but his, his sort of business model, uh, what he has achieved, this young man from Chicago, uh, both musically and in and his social work. His uh, community service is kind of astounding. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes if you aren't fully aware of the scope of this guy's uh, a potential genius. But uh, but he's he's a luminary in the uh, modern music field, and um, and so you know while we were excited by Surf last year, in fact I think it made our, a lot of our best of lists, which was Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. All of his collaborators, uh, everyone including us, was waiting for his third mixtape. Uh, Acid Rap made it on my best of, I I believe it was back in 2012 maybe, it might have been 2013, Uh, still to this day remains in in heavy rotation, it's a fantastic album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it, Uh, and so suffice to say, um, anticipation and expectations were high for this third mixtape. Coloring Book dropped, it dropped only on Apple Music, you could only stream it, it was out on Datpiff so you could get it, Uh, we're going to talk about that. And uh, and then we're going to talk about this album. And uh, to do this, I invited uh, a rather heavyweight panel down. Uh, all all fans of music like us, and uh, except except they do it for for a living. They have a job. Talking about one Marcus Moore, you know him. Uh, you might know him from here, but you certainly know him from the Washington Post. Uh, now he's the senior editor at Bandcamp. How about that? Um, Brianna Younger. Uh, you know her. She was on our Lemonade podcast with, about Beyonce. But you also know her from the Washington Post, uh, from writing uh, for Fader. Uh, just a brilliant, brilliant music journalist uh, that uh, you guys need to you know, need to read more of her stuff and and get into because like seriously, she's she's the future of this shit, uh, whether she'll admit to it or not. Uh, and and Jamal Gray, um, who you you should know. Uh, again, he's a musician been around dc his whole life um currently leading up nag champa who you might not know yet but you will know trust me uh you know basically pulled in some of the three greatest minds to my mind in dc to talk about this stuff uh and so i i maybe i just sit back and and let him go that didn't quite happen but uh but suffice to say it was a it was a a severe pleasure uh for me to sit through this uh sit and host this podcast so that's what we're doing today. You ready? You, you comfortable? Here we go. This is episode number 186 of Chunky Glasses, the podcast, where we're talking with a stacked motherfucking panel about Chance the Rapper's coloring book. Okay. It happens here, and it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves. Merely a two-word review it just said shit sandwich. Welcome to the basement, guys. Um, we have uh, 
been putting together some panels this year. We've been pretty uh, heavyweight, but I, I think this one might do it. it it's missing <laughs> Marcus Dowling. But that's okay because uh, we have you, uh, Mr. Moore. <laughs> Thank Ms. you, Moore. Man. Uh, We have Brianna Younger. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, did you know Bryce loved your take on lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> I did not. No, he, uh, and Jamal Gray. Welcome back. You were here talking to Marcus right, or something. Right. Uh, no, no, not no. too long ago. Not too long ago. Yeah. Um, wanted to get together and talk about Chance the Rapper's third mixtape. Just came out. Coloring book is like a few weeks ago. Uh, there's a lot to sort of parse with this release. I think it's safe to say we're all fans of Chance's work. For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I came to him like a lot of people uh, through Acid Rap, and then moved backwards to Ten Day, and then Surf, and have been anxiously awaiting this one. Uh, much to my chagrin, though. Uh, now I do subscribe to Apple Music, but it dropped, and it was only available on Apple right. Music, mm-hmm. which. Um, I don't know about you guys, but it seems the purpose of a mixtape is that so it's available to everyone. Right. So this was a sort of a weird move for him uh, to the point that, for me at least, and, and it'll bounce off from here, if you really get into it, it could be considered almost a kind of uh, techno-classism, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so how many of you guys subscribe to Apple Music? Um, I do. You do? Yeah. So you were able to get it? Yeah, I was able to get it, yeah. So you were not Jamal? No, I do not subscribe and, to and Apple you said Music. You didn't want, no, you, <laughs> said, no, you, you said you didn't want to. Um, yeah, I kind of don't want to subscribe to Apple Music. Why? But, um, I mean, I don't want to get too fucking political, part sure. of my language. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'm just waiting yeah. to see how it all kind of, I mean, just kind of weighing how it affects um, songwriters for one, producers who are really like the backbone of the industry, mm-hmm. you know, to me. Um, so it's just a lot of things. I mean, and I'm really trying to get further back into like purchasing music, yeah. like hard copies and that whole thing. That, the, the rollout behind that, I'm still a fan of that. I'm still from that generation. Yeah. So like the further we get from it and the more and more streaming in the way it is now is normalized, I'm kind of like apprehensive to it but not to say that i won't come around it's just at this current moment i'm kind of like good on it yeah and and that's the thing is that you can't purchase this now brianna are you on apple music or or not you just got it the same place you got lemonade yep that same (laughs) magical place same magical place i need to hear this (laughs) (laughs) it's Um, a nameless place it is a nameless place (laughs) it's out there in the ether and and that's sort of my point is like you know these mixtapes even on a track uh mixtape on this Talks about handing out music to people still. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. He's done a lot of work for uh, lower income kids in Southside Chicago. Right. Uh, this is this is the other side of, and this is one of the things I love about him is that he does have this like social action side to his work in yeah. addition to his music. And then it gets put on a service that not only do you have to pay for, like, you can't buy this. You have to subscribe to the service. Um, but I. I think the intended audience maybe like is an audience that isn't going to have access to these resources is that right i mean i think that's probably fair to say um now that you bring it up honestly i hadn't thought about that yeah until you uh mentioned it but um i would hope that at some point you know maybe it's exclusively on apple music now but maybe at some point down the line he does put it out for sale yeah you know um you know, it's funny just thinking about it because, you know, we all got on, we all get on like Kanye and Beyonce and all mm-hmm. of them for being exclusively on title. But 
I guess I think people sort of gave Chance a pass in that regard because we all love Chance. You know, we yeah. all love his yeah. music. So it's like, oh, it's cool if Chance does that for Apple. But if, you know, the big bad Jay-Z or Beyonce or whoever does that on uh, Title, then it's like, yeah. oh, no, that's just the evil empire. So, right. you know, so I think it's a lot of that to it, too. We just feel like. We feel connected to Chance, and so we're all good when he does stuff like that. Yeah, and and I, it was it, it was when I woke up, I actually stayed up to see if it, it was going to drop. I passed out on the couch, so I missed that window. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up and there was a cat on me, and so I, I did not listen to Chance after that. Um, and uh, so the, the next morning, I was like digging into it, and I saw I was only there, and that my immediate thought is what we're talking about right now. But then I saw that it was available on Datpiff, which I was like. Okay, and then I think at, the mixtape mecca right there, right? And I believe, yeah. and maybe you guys can fill me in more on how that works if it's a community or an organization or something. But I only found out about that piff like last year. Marcus really? Dowling was like, Yeah, it's not because I'm not like as entrenched like in the hip hop community or mixtape community as maybe you guys are or yeah. a lot of people. Mm. And uh, and once I found it, I was like, Holy shit, <laughs> this is <laughs> but so I went from being like, Hey, I'm I'm uh, sort of upset that this release strategy to oh he's he's talking about it. he's not talking about it as much but he's like he did put it on that piff so it's there and then i checked yesterday and they had a dmca takedown his lawyer specifically took wow. it off that piff which means it is just tied to this apple music thing yeah right. mm-hmm. so is that piff more like just a community thing that anybody can post stuff on or is it run no, by an organization there's definitely people who make sure you're not posting things like albums Mm -hmm. illegally there are definitely people who make sure that you're not posting like trash or illicit things like i won't say they curate it for like quality necessarily but you have to be posting something legit like anyone can't just post anything okay so so but it is a little bit of a free-for-all then Somewhat. I mean, I think anyone can pretty much sign up for it, and there's like yeah, that, paid uh, that's kind of premium service. But it's a community like SoundCloud I mean, it's, was. As far as mixtapes go, I mean, I would say what for the last ten years or something that's mm-hmm. been like the main source yeah. for mixtapes. Um, which it would have been a strong statement to keep it up there, in my opinion. Like, I I, I, yeah. I totally agree. So if we're keeping to like this is a mixtape, yeah, by mixtape sense. I mean, I guess maybe we'll get into that, like defining really well what is a mixtape yeah. at this point, you know. But it would have been a strong statement just to keep it there. And, you know, most of the stuff there is download for free. There are some things that you can actually purchase, you mm-hmm. know, certain mixtapes you can purchase. Um, but it's got an archive of, like, some of the best mixtapes over classics. the past, like, yeah. mm-hmm. 10 years from, like, the real mixtape run. Dedication, dedication <laughs> yeah. to, like, yeah. Lil Wayne's best catalog Trap is probably on that. Trust me, I've been thinking back yeah, to it. I'm like, real. oh, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is a whole. There's there's a there's a hippie uh, analog to this called the live music archive. It's sort of mm. the same thing, but it's all live shows. Mm. Oh wow! Mm. Uh, and I uh, I have exhausted that many years ago. So, um, so yeah. To that point, though, you talk about like what is a mixtape? Well, what I mean, what's the classic definition here? It's just something you made and like handed out. <laughs> well, I mean, so back messy in, now. <laughs> it is pretty messy. Yeah. Now I could, I guess I could just speak from like you know my high school days and whatnot. I just remember the mixtape would be something that you put out before your actual album came out. Mm-hmm. Right. It was pretty much all the the Lucy's or not even that. It was just like it was a combination of stuff that. It was almost what? a testing of the waters. It was like, a testing yeah, of the waters. And you, you, you had somebody who was rapping over industry tracks combined mm-hmm. with stuff that didn't make the final cut. And it would come out like 
literally in tape form you would get yeah. it for free at like sam goody or like right. music land and then it's like oh well the cd comes out next week and so that was the format now the lines have been so skewed that it's like who knows what's a mixtape in an album these days when i listen to chance it could easily be the coloring book lp right but yeah. he's calling it a mixtape so yeah i mean it is one of the things of that format that it is to be free or are these things meant um. to be for sale he, I mean, normally he presents, I feel it, like, as, he presents it as his music is free. I guess because right. like part of mixtape culture became the bootleg man in your neighborhood, right? right. Wherein you bought the mixtapes <laughs> from him, and I guess that was illegal. But at a time before like the internet, or if you didn't want to give your computer viruses via LimeWire, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of the only way. So yeah, yeah. It's like you know, no one's paying. I guess the whole thing is like. Oh, now is that uh, no one's really paying for music that's the theory yeah and so it's like well let's just put it out for free and especially now that you get credit for the number of streams right that i think more and more you're going to see stuff just being put out for free regardless yeah. for sure for sure um, ultimately the mixtape just becomes kind of advertisement for your live show i feel yeah. like more yeah. than anything you know but, but like they were saying i mean in the old tradition to say if you were an industry artist putting out a mixtape, it'd usually be out rap over basically essentially remixes to other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you probably have the teaser to figure out what your single is going to be, yeah. you know, so maybe two or three cuts from the album in the earliest stages. Like Kanye had a lot of great mixtapes before College Dropout came out and tons of that stuff, was like different versions of All Falls Down, original versions of Jesus Walk. So it was kind of like that foreshadowing what was to come. Mm -hmm. I mean, and just... But it, it's skewed and it's changed definition. And I even think for independent artists, sometimes they put together a body of work and call it a mixtape because it just doesn't have that major label backing yet. So, well, it's right. a mixtape, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not put out in a traditional form. But. And I think in today's sense, calling something a mixtape releases you from the pressure of feeling the need to print physical copies. Like, right. yeah. even if you believe yeah, yeah, it yeah. to be an album, if you call it a mixtape, no one's going to go to Target and look for it. Right. Right. Um, so, uh, was in, in that context was Chance the Rapper's 10 day, a mixtape. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was Acid Rap a mixtape? Absolutely. Is Coloring Book a mixtape? No. no. See, yeah, no, that's an album. That's <laughs> an album. Like, in a, in a perfect world, he would have put that out for sale. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's an LP. You put a barcode well, on that. Well, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. It's nine ninety nine a month. If you want access, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I mean, this is this is uh, you know I don't think you've said in on one of these, but we've done ones where we talk for hours about just policy and sales and stuff like that. I mean, so the album is nine ninety nine a month. That's how much the album costs, unless you pirate it. Yeah, like, you know a lot of people are going to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, go to iHustle and go ahead and get it, it that way. It, it's second right now behind the uh, car seat headrest album that has the track with the car song. On yeah, it. yeah, yeah, with the so, uh, legal uh, sample. It makes me yeah. wonder, like, is Apple paying him or is he paying? Apple? Yeah, like, yeah, no, he's. Well, yeah, of what course. Is, like, what? <laughs> I would, why would, I would you even do so. this? Because mm -hmm. obviously, you put out acid rap, and. I admit they lost control of that release because I think they want they really wanted everyone to go to chancerops dot com and yeah. download it so they could keep track and then live mixtapes picked it up that piff picked it up and at that point yeah and then all of a sudden you can find like a vinyl copy in a weird store it's like <laughs> right. no, we yeah. never did that right and so I think maybe they wanted a more controlled release but at uh -huh. the same time what does it 
do for you what to, does it do for him but also because i really thought like when 11 o'clock came i thought i went to transraps.com thinking oh he's gonna host exa- it exactly yeah. mm-hmm. and he didn't yeah and i was just really annoyed and what does that too. say about uh what he's looking at his audience right now as like they'll come along you know i'm sure he gets a cut of the well it'd be hard to have him get a cut of the subscription so it's money up front but and it maybe it's windowed we've seen a lot of that uh is is Lemonade is on title. Lemonade's on title, but you have to buy it on iTunes. You can't stream it. It's not on Apple Music. Yeah, right. Yeah, the only place you can stream it is on you know, title. So, but mm-hmm. it is available in in multiple like places. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Again, for me, it was just a weird, um, a, a weird way to sell it to people who might not necessarily be able to access it, who are his audience. That's I had a friend ask me where to find it. I actually didn't know. What, I didn't know the answer. Like she was like, oh, where can I find the new Chance tape? And I was, I knew she didn't have Apple Music. I knew she couldn't afford Apple Music. So I, I, that and that, and that's I the thing. If, you, if, you're in, if you're in South Side of Chicago, <laughs> maybe your building has the internet mm-hmm. that you can, and it'll work like once a week. And you know, these weren't distributed. Like Acid was not on tape. It was, it was a digital release. So there was still a little bit of that problem, but it was available. But now, like you have to have persistence. You right. have to have the stream coming in all the time. You can't just like get it once and put it on your like ten year old iPod. That's true. That's true. I mean, I guess I don't know. You bring up a good point because I remember a chance not too long ago was going on uh, Spike Lee around the whole Chirac yep. thing. Yep, it was like he doesn't care about you know the people of Southside <laughs> and all yeah. this. And but then he turns around, and he puts his his tape on uh, or his his album, yeah, on Apple Music. And you know, a lot of people now they have farther to go back and go a chance a little bit like well you know you kind of sound like a hypocrite right now bro like you put it out where people can't really they can't really get to it as as well as they could get to acid rap and 10 day and all of that so you know and for a while i even thought like it was a free download on itunes so then i'm trying to figure out how that works and either i'm stupid or i it's not a free download on itunes they tested the waters with that with surf surf was a free download and i think it was one of the first major releases that was in fact a free download Mm -hmm. uh because that was a big deal they're like we are because itunes usually requires that you sell it because they want their 30 percent. so even if it's for like a buck they want the 30%. Which makes me kind of wonder, like, how independent is this thing really? I don't know. Well, chances investors. Well, certainly. Investors and big lawyers. Yeah. And and so as far as... That, that, that could be a whole nother podcast talking about, like, what does independent mean? What does, like, do do DIY mean? But, um, yeah, so so I I guess given that's problematic, and we're talking about an album, uh... Are the expectations higher for an album than a mixtape for you guys? Certainly. I would say no, actually. No? Not, no, because I guess because of the era or generation, mm-hmm. I come from a time where mixtapes were a very, very high quality. Uh, Jeezy's Trap or Die was a, Jeezy's Trap or Die was actually Thug Motivation 101 at the end of the day. But <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, or like Wayne's mixtape era, like they're yeah. very high quality mixtapes. So I'm kind of very even acid rap ten day. It's a quality thing. So no, I'm not expecting your throwaways real fast. Right. Um, did you find him on this? Did I find some throwaways on this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, that 
coloring book is definitely not throwaways. Right. It, well, it's an interesting <laughs> statement from, uh, like, again, put the, the politics of the release aside. Uh, this is an explicitly, uh, I, I would say, a religious statement. You know, yeah. Dive mm-hmm. deeper, or explicitly Christian statement. Yeah. Um, from a guy who, who maybe not necessarily he, he needs to make that statement right now. Maybe, I mean, personally, he clearly did because right. he, he made it. Um, I mean, does an album like that, what, what place, Marcus, do you see an album like that in today's marketplace? I think it's important because I think we already touched on it where Chance is at a point now where whatever he does, well, almost anything that he does, people are going to follow because we all really love Chance. Mm-hmm. We all we all think he's talented and great. And um, I think th- a, a, an album of this magnitude speaks volumes simply because months before it, Kanye tried to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't work out. So I feel like that when I listen to Coloring Book, uh, have you have you listened to his latest uh, update? Maybe it has worked out. <laughs> no, I gave up. Yeah, I gave up. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I can't deal. I can't deal. It's like, yeah, is it yeah. done or not? But yeah, it's like I feel like Chance made the record that Kanye was trying to make. Yeah, and he did a way better job at it, and it's a lot more streamlined. And he 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 took that direction the Christian direction and stayed with it. Mm-hmm. And he did a really good job of blurring the lines. So it doesn't feel, you know, you know how it is when you listen to like old gospel music, you sure. can tell like, this is a gospel record. Right. Whereas yeah. This feels more, more blurred. And so I think it's important um, from that standpoint. I don't know if other people can do what he did. I don't think they should try to do what he did, <laughs> yeah. but it works for him because he has that kind of persona. And, and that's sort of why it falls into, for me, it actually does fall into like mixtape territory as far as, and the expectations are a little lower. My, my expectations for chance are high. They're mm-hmm. they're And he can't match them. Like that's when you love an artist, they can't meet your expectations. Rarely. Kendrick does. <laughs> mostly. Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, on, on this, I am. I mean, I'm not a religious person at all, uh, but I totally respect uh, people who have faith and, and people who want to express that faith. And on this, I see a lot of that. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's really super interesting. It, it's not speaking to me. But then you drop in a song like uh, No Problem, mm-hmm. you know, which is addressing some completely different like aspect. Yeah. Um, because a lot of what like, gospel is at least to me is the intent it's i mean the sound is is unique but it's also the intent it's music that came from a church mm-hmm. um and uh there's a lot of just the way he's speaking about it on this that is that even if the sounds aren't like that yeah. uh, jamal you were well i think i mean christianity and hip-hop it's always been thrown in i think just yeah. because i mean for one the society we grew in is based on christian values a lot but it's usually from the aspect of like i'm doing wrong and i'm fearing god as opposed to i'm in admiration of god and of your work and that was what chance is saying mm-hmm. flat out like yo i'm in admiration of your work and i'm here to be a vessel and i think that's kind of what i was taking from it you know and i'm not super religious either but I could take that and from a spiritual sense, like um, I think that's a more admirable approach as opposed to being like, uh, you know, look, I'm out here and I know I'm wrong. It's more like, yo, I'm trying to live in your walk in the direction you led. And he's clear with that. And I think he reflects it in a way that 
the youth could kind of you know connect with if they can I mean, hear people it. on a lot of different levels could <laughs> yeah, connect if they, with. Can, hear if if they, they can, can hear it if they can hear it but i think he's pretty um obvious with it. i don't think it's like hidden i think it's pretty like yo this well, is well I, I saw a bunch of reports uh and write-ups about this before it was coming out and then after like referring to him as a christian rapper which is something <laughs> that's new to me i mean I, I mean again it doesn't matter like why you don't have to put label like when you get that reductive like unless he's out there saying yeah I'm rapping for God now. Right. And then that's a whole different thing. Right. Well, I think I heard Saul Williams say once, like, no, I won't take on the the, the title of a conscious artist. It's just I'm a human and I'm aware of certain things. Yeah. And I'm concerned by certain things. So my art is going to reflect that. So I kind of feel like that's where Chance is coming from. It's not about being a Christian rapper. He's mm-hmm. a rapper that's Christian or that's concerned with these certain things. And his music reflects that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on record on many podcasts of not... Um, and back to the song, uh, no problem. I I'm not a fan of I guess lifestyle hip hop or bringing in all your friends. Brianna, you and I were talking this mm. about this upstairs. I do. You, how does this balance out for you guys? This mix of religion and then just like, hey, look, we can do like the modern hip hop. We can do what's going on now. I mean, I think I think it's cool if certain people do it. You know, I don't think it's going to work for everybody because like uh, like Jamal was saying, it's like certain people when they when they do, you know, quote unquote religious hip hop, it is the whole like, okay, I I was out here in these streets and I did this and and the third and I'm trying to seek forgiveness and all of this. But if you have more people that are aspiring to do something, uh, to do something great or to do something better, I Mm -hmm. think it works. But at the end of the day, you gotta have the talent. You get, you have to have the talent. Like I don't want to hear a whole bunch of people doing that now just because Chance did it, and that's my only fear. Like, okay, Chance came out with this uh nice mix of music. Let me try my try my hand at it, and you know it may not pan out as well. Mm. Let's um, I was gonna leave this up to a vote because uh, I couldn't decide play a song from this now uh, and let you guys pick it. Uh, what, what do you think we should play here? How great. How great? All right, let's do it. How great it is. Featuring yeah. uh, <laughs> Jay Electronica and my cousin Nicole. <laughs> Interesting verse from Jay Electronica. <laughs> Oh, God. 
means that God is better than the world's best thing. God is better than the best thing that the world has to offer. Magnify, magnify, lift it on high. Spit a Spotify to qualify a spot on his side. I cannot modify, ratify. My mama made me apple pies, lullabies, and alibis. The book don't end with Malachi. Devil will win employee of the month by the dozen to one score in three years from the third when he doesn't. My village raised him a child, come through the crib and it's busting. You meet anyone from my city, they gon' say that we cousins. Shabak, Barack, edify. Electrify the enemy like Hedwig till he petrified. Any petty Peter Petter group could get the Pesticide, 79, 79. I don't believe in science, I believe in science. Don't believe in signing, I see dollar signs. Color white, color crime. Good God, the gift of freedom, Hosanna Santa. Invoked and woke up slaves from Southampton to Chatham Manor. My dream girls behind me feel like I'm James Early. The type of worship make Jesus come back a day early. With the faith of a pumpkin, see size mustard seed here. For I will speak noble things as entrusted me. Only righteous, I might just shrug it. The skullduggery, I couldn't stand to see another rapper lose custody. Exalt, exalt, glorify. Descend upon the earth with swords and fortify the borders where your shortest lies. I used to hide from God. Duck down in the slums like shh. I was lost in the jungle like Simba after the death of Mufasa. No hog, no meerkat. Akuna Matata by day, but I spent my nighttime fighting tears back. I prayed and prayed and left messages, but never got no hair back. Or so it seemed. A mustard seed was all I needed to sow a dream. I build the ark to gently, gently roll my boat down Noah's stream. Sometimes the path I took to reach my petty goals was so extreme. I was so far down in the mud, couldn't even let my light shine. But she was always there when I needed the phone. A friend or use a lifeline. From a lofty height, we wage war on the poltergeist with the exalted Christ. Spark the dark with a pulse of light Strike a corpse with a pulse of life I spit on the title as tidal waves I spit on the apple and kill a worm A fire in Cali, a swallow a valley For every African village burn J-Elect would have never made it Old oh, son of man, old oh, son of man Who was the angel in Revelations With a foot on water and a foot on land Who was the angel that wrote a Harley From the project to the House of Parliament And opened the book in the devil's chamber And put the true name of the Lord on it Old Jerusalem, New Jerusalem Come strike this beast with a ball of fire They poisoned the scriptures And gave us the pictures of false messiahs It was all a lie Mystery Babylon Tumbling down, Satan's establishment crumbling down. This is the year that I come for the crown. Bury my it's enemies like, under the ground. Like, yeah, you're saying something, but like, I don't know. He wasn't really acrobatic with it. Like, not as not as much as he trying. could be, certainly. I'm sure not as much as he <laughs> right. could. Right. We we, we, we were just talking about the difference between uh, Chance and Jay. Yeah. On that and how they sort of flipped uh, what they were doing. You yeah, know? they took each other's role almost in a sense. But like we were saying, I mean, I think. It's kind of Chance's uh, responsibility if you're going to get Jay Elect on the track. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm going to mm-hmm. show y'all this is what I do. I'm not here by accident. Like, Yeah, but I countered with, like, did, does he really have to? Because, I mean, here's what drew me to Acid Rap was that it was a very singular voice. It didn't sound like anybody else. Right. And, and everything about, like, just his aesthetic, I was like, this is this is new. Right. Uh, this is different. And, he's, and it, it wouldn't have worked if he wasn't saying something important. Right. So across this album, you know, he's collaborating with more people, I think, than he ever has, bigger right. names than he ever has, and sort of Chance has retreated into into making a Chance the Rapper album, if that makes sense. Well, I think he's really, I mean, Acid Rap was more Chance's personality to me, and now it's like his... We assume. ...maturation. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, it's almost like schoolhouse-like... 
yo, I like this guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That type of humorous. You can see the humor. You can see the intellect. Now it's kind of like the maturation. Like, I've traveled. I've done these things. Uh, you know? So that's what we're seeing. So lyrically, I feel like he can, like he like he does on this track, he can take kind of leaps like that. Especially when he has other songs that are kind of like, oh, okay, fun. You know? Right. You got to have some seriousness on it. I think it, it's a good anchor for everything else. Um. Do do you think at this point, and any of you can jump in on this, like that we're sort of just in for a uh, sort of chance to wrap up the journey and see where it goes? Because I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, like as a whole, this does this does not come together for me. Mm. But I, I don't need to always like like look at stuff as an album of all album. But if I were, it's like there, it just doesn't it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But there's enough good parts that are so good in this and i'm like hey you know and maybe this is going to be his output going forward period well yeah i mean i think that's fair to say um i would hope with just like with kendrick and and other people who we discussed i hope that his next project sounds totally different because mm-hmm. i think that's the way he can stay relevant like i i don't feel like he has such an esoteric voice that he can't just keep doing the same thing and figure that people are just going to stick with him i feel like if this is like his gospel record, the next one has to be something totally different, and then the next one has to be different. I think that's the way he stays in a in a. That's the way he stays in our eye because otherwise, you know, we'll get tired of it and we'll find somebody else. We'll find somebody yeah. somebody new will come along. Well, Bob Bob Dylan made two uh, God Talk records, so that's <laughs> so, true. But I mean, it's Bob Dylan. He's been yeah. around for how long? Yeah, yeah well, he has <laughs> been know. around for how long? But I mean, and this is uh, obviously stylistically. But I mean, yeah. I've always considered like, there's a level of talented people, creatives that have that you know have that vision, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, it's going to take years to prove it. But I think this guy. Chance is operating on that level. Yeah, no, I mean he he's totally operating on that level now, and I think this album, um, like we were all saying, kind of says that. You know, you can tell like he he's confident in his role now. He right. it's him kind of rapping from a from a perch, so to speak. So he knows the gravitational pull that he has. Mm-hmm. So um, if as long as he sticks with his vision, I think he'll be good. Because otherwise, if you try to do what everybody else wants, that's when you become stale. So if yeah. he just keeps doing. What he's doing, I think he'll be all right. What, what do you think, Brianna? Um, I don't know, because I'm kind of, I won't say concerned about his vision, but <laughs> certainly this one was a little less cohesive than Acid Rap. Mm. Um, it kind of seemed that he wanted to make the songs he wanted to make, as he always should, but at the same time... It seemed he felt like as long as he like keeps these gospel vibes going, it's a cohesive album, and it didn't translate that way. Like it, all of the songs sound cool on their own. Yeah. But as a as something I want to go back and listen to as a whole every single time, it's it's not that for me. Whereas Acid mm. Rap, you want to hear the the whole thing in its entirety every time. But I also think his live show is incredible. And I think yeah. these songs will have a new la- layer for me when, when I can see them perform. Right. Because yeah, they're, they're going to yeah. coexist with all the tracks off acid rap. They're right. going to coexist with Sunday candy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that's sort of what I, I was like getting at. Like if like, it's not working for you, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I'm, you know, 
siding with you, Kevin. <laughs> and I mean, I, as I mentioned earlier, yeah. I really put it on the wall, so to speak, with like To Pimp a Butterfly, where mm. I don't I don't ever go back to To Pimp a Butterfly, but I recognize its greatness. Mm. Um, I think Coloring Book, in a lot of ways, is sort of like that for me. Like, I recognize that it's great, but it's not... I don't want to touch it. Like, it's, it's okay to be the painting on the wall or the living room furniture you don't ever go sit on. Is it great for you because of the statement or because of the music? Both. It's musically great. The statement is great. I feel like he executed what Kanye wished he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, name-checking Kanye. He executed it perfectly. <laughs> but it's also fruit, you know, it's fruit of the Kanye tree. And, I mean, and it's... I don't it's think timing it is. too. I think to a I heard, sense I, it I is. I heard that verse and I was sort of like, really? Well, I mean, like, maybe not. He how obviously great specifically, them. but I think, yeah. um, you know, he took certain cues from Kanye's earlier career and even sonically his newer stuff. Sure. Because I think that's part of the conversation is like sonically on a production level, like he's really finding his sound and kind of what you were saying as far as experiencing it live. I think what we're seeing is like a guy who's been touring the world with a band who knows what's going to get the crowd reacting. Now he's hearing differently. So it's like right. sonically when he's adding certain things now, it's like, okay, I know at this point in the show, if I turn this on and the choir comes here and they, and the horns hit like this, then yeah. it's like, okay, like, he's, he's getting that kind of, um, like I think blessings especially is yeah. a mo- mm-hmm. like when Donnie trumpet is like, Killing it live, yeah. Yeah. I think blessings is made except, almost specifically. Except, and this for made me sad. This made me die inside because I did stay up to watch the Saturday Night Live thing, <laughs> yeah. and it was terrible. And but he's still working it out. Yeah. But I was like, because and also though I had not heard it in context and I hadn't heard anything like else that knew it was coming out. So I was watching it and I'm like, no, just no. <laughs> uh, he performed it on on Fallon too, right? Yeah. Who was the first yeah. performance before before With the, the Iron Cage? Yeah. And... yeah, yeah, maybe it was on Fallon. That he yeah, was doing, it was yeah. one of those, but it was interesting. I mean, even in that context, without without knowing and with listening to the work he did on on Kanye's record and then seeing that, I was like, oh, okay. So he kind of evolved that where I, what Kanye was like touching on a little bit. He kind of said, yeah, I think "All right, it's, I think it's the opposite. I think um, similar to what Kanye did with Cuddy back in the day, mm-hmm. where Cuddy had his mixtape with like Day and Night, and then gets with Kanye. Kanye mm-hmm. makes 808. Yeah. Uh, Cuddy drops Man on the Moon. It's just like, oh, that's what Kanye was going for, uh, except it's okay. Cuddy's thing. So of course, right. Cuddy did it better." So it's sort of the same thing. We have Sunday Candy. He gets around Kanye. Kanye drops Life Pablo, Ultra Light Beam, all of that. Right. Then Chance drops Coloring Book. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's what Kanye was trying mm-hmm. to do, except it's Chance's thing, so it makes sense now. So are we going <laughs> to so, call yeah. Chance a producer now? I mean, because in a sense, I if think you, Chance is totally like a producer. That's like Quincy Jones level of like arranging, and he, yeah, he talks about that. Like, and that's the thing. Yeah, you can be a producer and never touch a button. Right. You know, you can right. still yeah. arrange. Right. So yeah, yeah, maybe he's that guy. And yeah. I kind of feel like Ultra Light Beam was his. I feel like yeah. Ultra Light Beam yeah. fits way better as the intro of coloring book than it does the life of Pablo and I wish they would have traded them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you That's really true. feel? True, uh, true. You know, but yeah, on, on surf, he definitely was a producer mm-hmm. and like took a backseat to that. And, and, um, you know, some might say that that should have been like the third mixtape, but, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's, I, I, I am, I really wanted to like love the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. But I'm just conflicted now because I'm like, oh, I'm still going to pay attention. Right. I'm still going to like literally everything he does. Mm. Like, I want to see this thing with what we were talking about up front with how it's distributed play out. 
Mm-hmm. I want to see how he does. I mean, that's the measure of his commitment to not just his community, but the community at large. Yeah. Well, he was talking about um, being able to update it too. So he's watching, you know, what Kanye oh, no, is doing. No, 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 no. Just a fair warning. <laughs> no. Like I've seen something. I think it was a brief because um, what he's he's been doing complex the next cover right for complex yeah. and they just had a brief interview maybe like 10 minutes on their youtube and they were talking to chance and he he likes the idea of being able to update stuff and even speaking on how you know <laughs> the life of pablo got held up because that, of the work is... he was doing on waves so he kind of sees what kanye is doing in that sense and other artists and like oh so i can go and update and change things so that, he may not that th- is just this the may not worst be the trend. final version of color that is the book. worst trend of any trend ever like <laughs> but, you i can, mean but that it's like changing how we listen to this if stuff you, with if the you streaming, want to do that so. and i'm stealing somebody's thunder here who actually said it might have been bryce who suggested this like, if you want to do that start a subscription service to you to you mm-hmm. and well yeah. and you're gonna put up this music and you're gonna pay however much a year and that year you get this ever-evolving blob of music but if i right. if you're gonna put out a thing that says this is the album this is my statement it has to remain static right. you can change it live that's and i don't even think that sounds a lot of people would be like yeah shut up old man you know get off my lawn <laughs> but i i don't think that's true i think it's it's two very different mediums and you start yeah, mixing them for sure it doesn't work well, well, yeah, you want to capture a moment, like with creating music. I feel like yeah. you're cap, and then with live music, you're kind of yeah. creating that moment. Well, and and you can actually specifically speak to this because you're you know, with Nag Champa and stuff. Yeah. You guys are like working on music and trying to figure out how to get it right before you put out a release. Yeah, it's been that, and like I think, and which is why I could kind of recognize it with Chance. Is like I hear now how like the different changes and certain frequencies that we respond to is just like certain moments in a live show. Um, that you want to be able to connect with the people on a like larger level and just sonically hearing yourself in like a bigger venue and stuff. Yeah. I see that in this album. You know, it feels a lot bigger, a lot more grand than like even acid rap. You know what I'm saying? Which is a lot of like sample based hip hop too. Like this feels bigger. It's moments that could change, and you know, with adding choirs and all of these other things, I definitely see like, you know, I mean, me personally, I would rather like be able to. Just do it live as opposed to keep changing on right. the record. Because with a record, you know, you tie so much into it, like from nostalgia to, you know, if you go back mm-hmm. and it's you're capturing moments for people um, and they tie, once, you know, you once tie you music put it and out, memories it's not and yours. stuff. Yeah, and once you put it out, it's not yours. So you can't, that's like if a Picasso is hanging and then, you know, he, <laughs> he goes back and then keeps adding to it, keeps like goes to your house after yeah. you paid for the painting and keeps adding to it, you know, but you... I mean, but at the same time, maybe that's where music is going. And with, with streaming, it kind of blurs that. And some Marcus may argue that that's a, well, I was know. about to say, can I go back and change articles? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. dead. You know, can I go back and... Well, no, that, well, you, that you review don't need wasn't to that good. <laughs> On second, I listen. would go back and add another paragraph. <laughs> right. And you got to pay for it. Right. Uh, you know, I don't know. Ooh, that's that. a good model. Uh, yeah, <laughs> let's see how yeah, long I that is. You're right. Here's an extra 400 words. Right. right. I'm taking that to band camp with me. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um, well, we can't. We, we usually uh, on these like come down and, like buy stream or pass. Uh, since there's really only one option, <laughs> uh, this uh, I, I will say uh, essentially like should you be paying attention to it and go around the room. So uh, Jamal, you should definitely pay attention to it. Um, I think this is an album that you know. Kids could play in the car with their mom and not be like, oh, you know, skipping past it. And for older folks, I think musically and sonically, you could um, connect with it. Lyrically, you could connect with it. Like, a substance to it. 
and it's exactly what Chicago needed right now. And I think it's what hip hop needed right now. So, yeah. Brianna, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> should you should, pay should, attention? Should, should, should okay. pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, pay attention. I was thinking of like the buy stream thing. I yeah, was like, wait, you, what am I answering? Nah, because with Lemonade, you're like, I don't think you got to buy it. You should definitely listen to it, Marcus. Yeah, you should definitely pay attention to it. Like, you know, I I co-sign everything Jamal said. It's definitely a moment. It feels like a moment more than an actual cohesive, like full on record. You know, there are certain songs that you can pull from it, but it's more about what he's doing and and the message that he's conveying. It's an an interesting point. That's what anyone, everyone seems to be going for now. And it's kind of like quality doesn't matter. Meaning if you drop something quality quietly, no one really cares, but if you can create a moment around it and it's like good to great or whatever, then it's just kind of like, well, we always remember the moment, so therefore yeah. your album is worth our while. And it's just like I feel like the life of Pablo is definitely more of a moment mm-hmm. than a yeah a thing we should a moment which could erase. <laughs> <laughs> that was so bad. Uh, I so and 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 you know this because we were talking earlier, Brianna. Like I came into this being like, yeah, no. Uh, but this is why we do this because after talking with you guys, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm not going to be that asshole, <laughs> uh, uh, and it should uh, pay attention to it, even if I won't. Uh, much like you, I won't reach for it. Like uh, this is the least likely thing I'm I'm going to reach for in Chance's catalog, but uh, it's still better than like a lot of it. I mean, it shows like just aspiration mm-hmm. and and ambition. So. The fact that he's trying. Yeah. Yep. I can and get I- with that. And I kind of feel like to some points everyone here has made, I kind of feel like Chance is thinking beyond actually this moment, ironically enough. Mm -hmm. Um, It almost seems like he's making a picture, but only like he's making it in parts. So if you look at isolated parts, it's not going to make sense. But I feel like at the end of his career, when we look at his body of work as a whole, we're going to see something in Coloring Book, even in Acid Rap 10 Day Surf even, that we can't see right now. So... Yep, for sure. Well, uh, thank you all for coming down here, uh, Marcus. This is this is your last time down here before you you leave us. Yeah. Oh, You're no. going to uh, where? Where are you going? Going to New York, man. I'll be a senior editor at Bandcamp on Wednesday. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. I'll be back and forth. I'm not a ghost. Yeah, I'll, I'll I, I, I would be hurt no, <laughs> if no, this I'll was be... the last time you came down here. No, listen. Between y'all, I know that. I know y'all ain't gonna let me, you know, be brand new. Like yeah. you told me that Friday, like don't be brand new. I know my friends are way too honest, yeah. so, so. You no, know, I would know ahead of time. And uh, Brianna, thank you for coming down, Jamal. My pleasure. Yeah. Come back again Thanks. for this soon. Uh, so soon, soon, yeah. soon. All right, we'll see you guys later. We don't do the same jobs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. Cause she don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the, we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. When did you change? When do you've aged? I thought you never grow up. Thanks so much to uh, Marcus, Brianna, and Jamal for for coming down here. Um, Nothing makes me happier than uh, sitting around talking with uh, people who are are passionate about music and and talking about music and stuff like that. Um, 
you know, it's 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 the reason we do this and things like that. I, I am continually um, shocked that I get to do this and, and these type of people come down to my basement and talk. It's amazing uh, for me, at least. Hopefully it's amazing for you. Uh, and hopefully that won't be the last you, you hear of, of any of these people. Um, you know, like we said, Marcus is moving on to New York, but uh, Brianna and Jamal are still around and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe we'll be talking. Um, that is our podcast for this week. Before we get out of here, or it's almost our podcast for this week, before we get out of here, uh, what we usually like to do is play a track. And uh, this week, this is actually brought to my attention uh, from Jamal, who you just heard. Uh, back in, I believe it was the 70s, his father uh, was a big sort of in the jazz scene, uh, associated with a guy named Plunky of Plunky and Oneness, who you might know. If not, look it up. Um, and had a label called Blackfire. On that label was a little band called Experience Unlimited. Now, this band evolved into uh, a thing that if anybody is a fan of Go-Go or honestly, I think just rap, I, think, I believe it was in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, uh, EU's The Butt. You know that song? So this this band is the band that did that. Um, but before that, well, that's a groovy fucking song, but before that, uh, they got they got super fucking groovy. Uh, they put it out a little album. It's got a little uh, funk. It's got a little soul. It's got it's got a little gospel. I mean, it's a lot like Chance's record actually, uh, and it was made right here in Washington D.C. So so, want to play a track off that for you. Uh, so here we go. This is uh, this is Experience Unlimited. Uh, the name of the track is Functus, uh, off of the album of the same name. So here you go. Get it.
Experience Unlimited, Functus. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just total fucking badassery. There's no other words for that. And made right here uh, in, our, in our hometown where we are in Washington, D.C. Uh, thank you to Jamal for bringing that to my attention. Um, that's going to get some uh, heavy rotation here. And uh, hopefully if you can find it. I know it's on YouTube. That's what he sent to me. Um, and I'll get some heavy rotation there for you. And, you know, I was talking with him today. And, and he said, he you know, he wish somebody would reissue it. Uh, if you heard that and are like, shit, yeah. Or, hey, Numero Group, if you're listening and you want to uh, reissue the Black Fire catalog, uh, get in touch. We can we can hook you up with that, uh, with the people you need to talk to, because um, there, there's a whole history of music here in D.C. just waiting uh, to be mined further. Um, so yeah, that's our podcast for this week. Uh, as usual, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can give us a rating if you like. You can leave us a review. Uh, you can now listen to us. Let's see. We, we are on... You can play it on the site. You can... Subscribe on iTunes. You can subscribe or just play it in Google Play now. You can do it in Mixcloud. Uh, we might even get up on the uh, on the YouTubes sooner or later. I know that's what the kids all use. And uh, basically, we're, we're everywhere. And uh, we are growing. And we thank you all for uh, for helping us do that. That's you. That's not us. I mean, we just keep doing the same damn thing. But more of you keep tuning in. And uh, that makes me happy. So... Uh, We will talk to you in a few short days. Until then, be good to your ears, but be better to your people. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Kenobi!